0: Hello and welcome to the Creative Elixir Podcast. This is episode one. I'm your host, Rose Stardust, and I'm here to inspire you to be more creative, to be you, and to step into your power. Who am I and why am I qualified to give you advice, right? I'm not. I'm not qualified. I'm an illustrator. I'm an artist. I have worked in many different jobs as... um, An older millennial, I should say, because when people say millennial, sometimes I think they get it all mixed up with young people. I am actually 39 and I am nowhere in life that I thought I would be when I started out my journey many years ago. There's so many stories I can tell you. I've done so many different things. But the things that gave me true joy were always creative experiences and experiences in which I could talk to other people and inspire them. So I've wanted to make a podcast because of this for many years, as I said in episode zero as well. And finally, I am defeating my fear of hearing my own voice and uh, I guess the fear of failure, because there's a chance that nobody is going to listen to this. So what shall we talk about on our first episode? I figured we will talk about imposter syndrome and self-sabotage, because these seem to be the things that really stop people from getting creative in the first place. So or going after pursuing a creative project or dream, or even starting in the first place. So let's talk about imposter syndrome. Apparently, we all feel this. We all feel this way if we are at all qualified to do anything, because there's the other side of the coin, which is the Dunning-Kruger syndrome, where if you are below average as a human being, like IQ-wise or um, education-wise or... You know, extremely ignorant human being, I guess. I don't want to insult anyone, but Dunning Kruger makes people who are below average think that they're above average and they're wonderful and they're good at things and their opinion is the highest level of opinion it matters. I mean, there are many examples I could give, but I'm going to hold back and not. Just watch the movie um, Idiocracy if you don't know what I'm talking about. So Dunning-Kruger, the opposite side of it is the imposter syndrome, where people who are qualified or who are good and talented and skilled are feeling like they are not. So we question, right? Question ourselves, question our abilities, question our ability to follow through or how valuable or good our work is. And we often stop short of sharing our gifts and talents and skills with the work, or even if we are successful and we're sharing that work with the world and getting good feedback in many cases we are still feeling like, ah, someone's going to find out that I am just faking it. So this apparently is a universal phenomenon and we all experience it. So what what can we do to overcome it? The only thing we can do is to live in it, really. We can't overcome it. It's going to be with you on and on for the rest of your life. So you might as well get used to it at this point that the imposter syndrome is not going to pass. But you can give yourself credit. You can look at the people's reaction to what you make, what you do, what you put out in the world, what you say, what you write, what you create, and then don't take to heart the negative stuff, but take the take to heart the good stuff. I know it's easier said than done. One way to do this is I have a journal and I like to journal and write what I want to do. And then slowly, I like to keep track of what I'm doing. And slowly, I like to see that I'm getting closer to my goals, closer to where I want to be in life. And do i not question everything i do at every point i do but then i compare myself to myself from before and i see i've grown i see and i see i've gotten better and i see that i'm becoming a better person because i'm self-aware and reflecting and these things really help with the imposter syndrome so one of the things you can do as i said start a little journal It helps with creativity, it helps with self-reflection, and it helps with growth in the long run, and also keeps a record of where you come from and where you're going. Now, thoughts are wonderful, but they squirrel in your head. And if you don't get them out, negative or positive, they kind of still squirrel in your head. So sit down, write a list of all the things that you want to do and then write then and there after you've written these list lists look and pick 10 of the things in that list that you absolutely have to do in your lifetime and then pick priorities what is the one thing that you if you do right now is going to change everything else So for me, it's this podcast. If I can actually make this podcast work, and if I can get my voice out to people, I think it will change everything. Will I still not feel like an imposter once in a while? Do I, at this moment, talking to you, telling you about all this, not feel like an imposter? I do. But maybe that negative voice that tells me I'm not worthy, that I'm not qualified to talk to you and tell you what to do because I haven't made the best of my own life yet is going to get quieter or at least I hope so. (laughs) So pick the things that will make the biggest impact, the biggest changes and then focus on them and slowly you'll feel more fulfilled and less like an imposter. The other thing is self-sabotage. So these are going to be kind of like overarching themes that we're going to have to come back to because these are things that are overarching themes of lifetimes. They're not like something you're not going to feel completely secure and completely amazing and completely fulfilled for long periods of times. Imposter syndrome is going to sink back in. And with that, you're going to self-sabotage. It's just the truth. You know yourself. I know myself. We're human. It's just a part of the human experience. What we can do is build into our lives tools, rituals, ways to overcome these so we can get back to our best possible selves periodically and sink back to the moment. So, self-sabotage happens, I think, when we focus outside of the moment too much, like on the future and on the past, or we focus too much on outside influences, or it's like an internal mechanism that's trying to stop you from being the best you I know, right? Like, it's built in almost, and... It's what we have to fight against and all creatives do this. So how do I self-sabotage? I will set out, I will have a list of things to do, and then instead I will sit and look at my phone for two hours and I will leave a project that could change my life to the last possible moment so I can't do the best work I could have done. And then I will be totally crushed When I can't get it done on time, or I can't submit it on time, or I don't actually do my best work, obviously, because it's last minute, and that I don't make the, you know, make the cut. And in school, this would manifest as like, I would study for the exam last minute, or I would stay up all night to do my homework that everybody else had finished. Um, And I would get a B plus still, but I wouldn't get an A plus, right? The A plus was in me, but I would have had to put in more effort sooner so that I could have edited and had the time to actually hone my craft. So over time, I am learning to be better at this. I'm not going to say I am 100% better at it, but I am much more aware of the way I sabotage my own life and my own experience. And I think, I don't know if you guys will agree or not. So tell me if you do on Instagram or, you know, send me a message and tell me um, that maybe there's like a little bit of an adrenaline kick with us procrastination and doing things last minute. And maybe we get addicted to that. Do we? I don't know, but I feel like we do, but nothing is addictive as addictive as actually controlling your own actions here's an example I used to be a smoker and I wouldn't smoke a lot but I would smoke enough that I was addicted to it and I it took me years to quit because I didn't quite make up my mind but it was like a self-sabotage thing too because I would say I was gonna quit, but I would just like go buy a pack of smokes. I'm like, I'm gonna smoke two or one a day, and I'm gonna slowly quit. And of course, that's not what happened, right? So I would sabotage my own efforts with my own like little little demons. Would be like, man, you can do this this way. Do it your way. Not until I decided that I had to quit and I must quit, and that I stopped buying cigarettes and stopped asking for cigarettes from people who were smoking on the side of the road, that I started being able to control that. Now, what was I getting at? The control thing. So smoking felt good. But it didn't, I'm going to tell you a secret, it never felt as good as I feel right now, knowing that I can control myself, knowing that I am not dependent on something, knowing that I can go on a plane and not have to pre-plan how I'm going to get out of the airport and smoke before somebody picked me up or before I got on a cab. My life revolved around that addiction in ways that I wouldn't want to admit when I was a smoker. But looking back, it feels so damn good to be out of that, to control my own body. I don't drink, really. Um, I shouldn't say I don't drink. I will have a drink once here or there. But I am a very... Cheap, cheap date, whatever you want to call. Like I can easily, one drink is plenty for me. Two drinks says, woo. And um, three drinks says I'll fall asleep or get sick if I have any more than that. And then I will be sober again. Yeah. So now that you know that, I cannot really drink, but it feels so good. Like, I don't like being drunk. I don't like feeling dumb. You know what I like? I like being creative. I like feeling amazing when I create something and I am proud of it. And I can put it on the canvas or I can build it or I can put it on the computer and I can look at it and think, oh my God, this I made out of nothing. Okay, maybe I didn't make it out of nothing. I used paint and canvas and Adobe Illustrator. I made it. It came out of my brain. And I can't do it if I'm high, if I'm drunk, if I'm um, always looking for a cigarette. So self-control in that regard, I have been I've become self-aware of how good it feels to control and discipline myself. I know as artists, it seems um, counterproductive. But self-sabotage often comes in... comes in forms that you don't want to admit to yourself. And if you can be honest with yourself, go to that journal we talked about and write about the things that you secretly know are holding you back. And then do something about it. Whether it's social media, too much thumbing your phone, whether it's smoking, whether it's pot, whether it's alcohol, whether it's just procrastination, be aware of what your self-sabotaging patterns are and once you do that you're going to be able to take them out of your life you don't have to tell me you don't have to tell anyone tell yourself admit to yourself that you have a problem with something it doesn't even have to be a big problem but those little things eat out it's your free time and your free time is the time in which you're going to do the creative stuff. Because chances are, if you don't have a creative career, or even if you do, really, we'll get back to, circle back to that in a second. Let's just say you have a day job that is not creative, okay? So you do all these things. Perhaps you're a parent. You have all these All these expectations and responsibilities and things you have to do during your day. And then you will say to me, you don't have time to be creative. But probably you do and you self-sabotage or you waste that time by looking at your phone or having a cigarette or going out and getting drunk. Some people will be like, our supplies are expensive, but they will go to the bar and spend hundreds of dollars. You can buy art supplies instead and not like piss it away, but you're making a choice. So make those choices to further you in life. Make those choices that will slowly but surely get you towards your dreams, towards those 10 things on the top of your list that you want to achieve before you die one little thing at a time prioritize. Okay, so we're going to go back and talk about the creative, what am I trying to say? (laughs) The creative life. Perhaps you have a creative job, but you still don't feel creatively fulfilled. I've been there. I was a graphic designer. I worked with huge companies. I did it freelance from home, and I did not feel fulfilled because here's what happens to a lot of creative people. Let's talk about this for a second. You are creative growing up, you are artistic, and but people don't see art as a job. And then you pick a job that is going to make you money and somewhat creative, and you think you're gonna get your creative fixed that way. And then you realize that job is not creative at all, like graphic design. Like I like doing graphic design for my own purposes and making things and selling them. But doing graphic design for other people has never felt fulfilling. I dreaded it at the end of that. So I will now only do it for people I know and love and um, not outside clients. Because what happens when you do that? You do a creative job in air quotes. And then you go home and all your creativity has been used up. And now you can't actually do the creative things that you really want to do. So that's almost worse than like working some other job and coming home and having some creative juice left in you. So what am I talking about? Okay, let's go to the beginning. Make a list of the things you want to do. Make a list of like 25 things that you want to do. Circle the 10 and forget about the rest. This is actually, oh man, who is it by? Warren Buffett, I think? Forget about the 15. Pick 10. And out of those 10, pick the most effective one. Which one, if you do and focus on right now, is going to move the needle Um, closer to where you want to be. Start with that one. Do it. Then, definitely, definitely, definitely keep a journal. Because as I said, seeing where you started and where you're getting to is fantastic. Better yet, keep an art journal. Have a sketchbook in which you can write and draw and doodle. And, Every single day, until you create some kind of habit, even if you draw a circle in it, do it. It's like exercise, right? If you do two minutes of it, you're probably going to do 15 or 20 or a half hour. If you push yourself a little bit, you're going to get something out of it. But you have to make a little bit of a routine to get yourself into it. Then, write down the ways in which you know you sabotage yourself. You don't even have to do anything else right now. Just kind of be aware of those things. And little by little, if you work on those things, you're going to feel better, I promise you. So, imposter syndrome and self-sabotage are things we are going to deal with 100% of our lives, coming back, circling back to it, waves of it, ups and downs. You're going to feel fulfilled and uplifted and then you're going to feel down and like shit. And it's just life, okay? It's going to happen. The most important thing is you don't give in, you don't give up, that you realize that there's always something else on the side on the other side something better just keep walking keep walking grabbing little bits of things that you can use for your dream life knowledge read a book read two books listen to some podcasts get that blinkist app and just get knowledge of how to get better into your head knowledge is great skill you can't you think you're not good at art you think you can't draw well guess what michelangelo didn't wake up painting the sistine chapel he had to put in the time and the effort to be trained and to actually get better at it like you're not going to become an artist tomorrow if you haven't ever gone on to it but you know there's that inkling in you that spark that thing you know is there but you've been told is not there or you keep telling yourself is not there it's not going to come out until you start to do something so little bits of things the first thing we have to do is to get out of the negative mindset and force ourselves push ourselves to get into a positive mindset a positive place and it's not easy sometimes you see Life happens. Things happen. But while it's not easy, it is entirely possible. So I want you to get a journal today. Get a notebook that you like or a sketchbook. Get a pen, a pencil. Your instruments are important. Let me tell you this. Your instruments are important. If you are able to do this without straining yourself and Financial ways, go out and buy yourself a fancy new book, notebook, sketchbook. Go out and buy yourself a couple of pencils and pens that give you joy to hold and look at and make you want to write or draw. Just go and do it because it makes a difference, I tell you. And start writing in it. Self reflect. Write the things you want to do and write the things that you know you shouldn't do. That's your homework this time. So now we're going to slowly go into a little bit of a guided meditation. So whatever you're doing, you can listen to it and visualize at the same time, or you can close your eyes and visualize at that time. So close your eyes or not. <laughs> well, how, if you can visualize with open eyes, sure, go right ahead. You are on a creative path, and this path is just this beautiful lush forest path, okay? There's trees around you, there's birds, there's a hummingbird that's flying right across, and you are walking slowly, but you are afraid that the forest is full of creatures that you cannot fight off. And they do try and attack you sometimes, you know, these creatures. But you are equipped if you don't dwell on the creatures and if you keep looking forward and keep looking at the beautiful things around you. The creatures that are trying to stop you or the fog that is rolling rolling down the mountain and trying to block your way will dissipate, I promise. So keep walking. Now, you will see a big wall coming up. The wall seems impenetrable it is huge it's like 20 feet tall and there's like ivy all over it and blackberry bushes it's thorny but it's also beautiful there's something about it that makes you want to go all the way up to it and put your ear against it you put your ear against it and you hear a sound a music and the music is almost calling you to the other side But you can't quite make out. On the other side, you realize is your creative fulfillment. Now, you must unblock your way. It's not going to be easy. You have no tools. You have your nails and your fingers. And you have no way of climbing over it and having the fast way through. You have to take... Dig out each brick and make a hole. You don't even know exactly what's on the other side, but you know it's something you want. So you will slowly dig through. Do you want to use your nails? Look around. Look around at the things you already have. You have your nails. It might hurt to do it this way. You have branches fallen off of trees. You have rocks and you grab what you think you can fashion a tool with and you start going at that wall to dig out those bricks one by one. Each brick is hard. Each brick is difficult. But you realize the more you work at it, the more you dig through and the more you claw at this wall, things become easier. They start. The bricks start crumbling away. And each brick gives you a new piece of knowledge. And with that, you open a small hole. Maybe you can't get through just yet, but you see the beautiful lush valley on the other side, butterflies, birds, sunny, there's little fawns and you want to get to that so badly. And you know it's there now, you know what's there, but still you have to keep digging. Digging deeper inside and digging through that wall. And as you work your way through, you realize that part of the journey. You now find inside the wall, a hammer hidden in a brick. And this will make it faster to get through. You start hitting the wall, slowly chipping away. And then? All of a sudden, what seemed impossible seems possible because you now learned how to get through that wall. And you step through and the valley gets farther. Now it's a brick, yellow brick road. It's a road, it's a beautiful road. Again, it's trees like they were behind you. But there are those creatures that seemed ominous are farther away. They will still try and get you, but you are closer to your dreams. And you continue on your way as you gather stock, as you gather food, as you gather knowledge, and you continue on your way. And at some point, something happens. You realize you've gotten where you wanted to go. But you must fight through. You must fight through and you must push yourself. It's not always easy. Open your eyes. Your creativity is within you. It's a gem that's hiding inside. And you can reach in and get it. But you must get pen to paper. You must push yourself. I keep saying this because it's not the muse doesn't come down from the sky. Actually, inspiration usually is waiting after the action, if that makes sense. So if you just get started without knowing what you want to do, sometimes what you need to do will find you. I hope This episode of Esoteric Thoughts helped you. I hope this gives you some inspiration and hope to get on your creative path. I'm your host, Rose Stardust, and I hope you will listen to me again next week. If you would like to connect, you can find us on Instagram. It's the Creative Elixir, you will recognize it by the show's logo. And my personal Instagram is Bruharia underscore studios. You can also search by Rose Stardust. And my website is kind of just a landing page right now. It is rosestardust.art. I'm trying to get everything together, but I just had to get started Thank you. Thank you so much for listening. I hope I was able to inspire you a little bit, maybe a lot. So meet me here again next week and we will be doing a series on manifesting the life of your dreams. And I will be sharing some scientific research as well as some of the mystical, mysterious stuff. And we will delve into how you can manifest the life of your dreams step by step and this is going to be a few episode long streak and uh, hopefully in between there somewhere i'm gonna have an interview as well but what you can look forward to is how to manifest so see you here or yes see you here next week thank you for listening have a wonderful day